Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. As we stay in this attitude of worship this morning, as we celebrate communion um, as a church family, um, it's just a powerful moment when we uh, celebrate this together and some of our team is, is passing out the elements right now to you um, and you'll get two cups. Uh, the juice is on top and the little wafer that I'm not so sure anybody knows what it's made out of is on the bottom and uh, we'll walk through that in a minute. But, uh, you know, over the last couple days, uh, I've been thinking a lot about this moment and Uh, Yesterday I was sitting at home and I've been reading through the one-year Bible and so I just uh, finished Leviticus and I made it. Um, It's just a long bloody book, right? And uh, but reading that book and uh, you know reading through Scripture and the 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 set of the Levitical law from you know just Moses and all the time he spent with God and all that stuff and then uh, while my wife Shelby was at IF conference with all of our Uh, All the ladies of our church this past weekend, I uh, decided to get really spiritual and watch a couple episodes of The Chosen. And uh, there was a scene, or really a theme, throughout one of the episodes that I watched that I really feel like speaks a lot to what I feel like God is wanting to show us or reveal to us this morning. And it kind of gave me a whole new perspective, even thinking about it through the law of Moses and the Levitical law and all the many different sacrifices. And I don't know if y'all, and if you get right into the first couple chapters of Numbers, you realize just how many people were in the wilderness. So you think about all the animals running around. I don't even know if I like animals enough to, I'm just thankful for Jesus, right? And, uh, you know, in the, in the show, what I love about this show so much is that you could read through scripture and get all the imagery, but this show just gives it to you. Like, it's been so powerful watching Jesus and thinking, like, wow, this, I know this is an actor, but could this probably the closest thing that we'll ever see to an actual human outside of what we read in Scripture? And this whole episode was um, kind of a two-part series of the episode focused on the woman with the issue of blood. And all throughout this episode, you know, this girl, she's meets Peter's wife and is washing her garments and just trying to figure out what it means and traveling far and wide to try to be healed. And, and what's interesting about it is that she's struggled with this for 12 years. 12 years before Jesus ever started doing his ministry, she was still holding out hope to find the healing for her body. And she had done it all. She had literally tried everything. She had spent every penny she had. She was homeless. She was traveling far and wide to talk to doctor after doctor, only for it to be made worse and to never find the healing. But in some strange way, she didn't die from constantly bleeding for 12 years, which is a miracle in and of itself. But she held on to hope. She hadn't even heard about Jesus or as the show puts it, the rabbi or the teacher or the healer. She hadn't even heard about him yet, but she still had hope. She still had hope that there was something greater than what it was that she was walking through. And she was desperate, desperate to find it. And what's interesting is that, I don't really know what kind of significance this had, but it's what's powerful to me is that 
She wash, has to wash garment after garment after garment just so she could try to hide what's going on with her, which is a risk in and of itself, because in that time, if she touched anyone or even the blood got on something, it was unclean. So literally everywhere she went, at that point, her only option was to just lock herself in a room the rest of her life because there was no healing for her. But she knew that there was hope. And it's interesting that after garment after garment after she washed it, all she had to do was touch the garment of Jesus. And in this show, Jesus kneels down in front of her and says, my daughter, I love you, but the power didn't come from my garment, it came from me. And maybe there's some of you in here today that, that is desperately just going and searching far and wide to find whatever it is that you're holding on to. Maybe some of you in here need healing. Maybe some of you have some kind of bondage that you're walking through and you've done everything. You've read book after book. You've even read the Bible and you've talked to people after people, doctor after doctor, but you're still falling. And what's interesting is that all throughout the Levitical law and up to this point, blood would make you unclean unless what? It was perfect. So the very thing that made this lady clean, unclean is the very thing that made us clean and made way for us to spend eternity with Jesus in heaven by his blood. And that thought is just powerful to me is that no matter what I do, no matter what I face, the blood of Jesus has purified me, cleaned me, and made way for me to spend eternity with Jesus in heaven. And he's done the same for you. Everybody in here. And so when we celebrate something like communion, yes, it's juice and it's a, a strange wafer and all this stuff, but let us not ever forget what Jesus did for us. He didn't have to do any of it. In fact, he even asked God three times to take the cup from him but he still said, your will be done, not mine. That I strongly believe that when you read that the, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. We are that joy. He saw us and through the pain, through our mess, and he died for us knowing about all of it and saying that we were still worth it. And when we read in scripture, when Jesus sits down at the last supper, I don't know how he does this, how he did this. If I knew what I was fixing to walk into, the pain, physically, emotionally, spiritually, the last thing I would want to do is go anywhere and eat food. I couldn't eat anything. But in the book of Luke, in his account, he even says that Jesus says, I have looked forward to this moment for a long time with you. And he goes on and he's talking about what's going to happen. And just think about this. He's sitting around the table looking at Judas, knowing what he was fixing to do and still decided to go to the cross to die for him. Knew that Peter was fixing to deny him three times and Peter was in his inner circle. He saw everything that a lot of the disciples didn't and he still did it. So imagine Jesus sitting at the same table and look at every one of us in this room sitting around that table, knowing the times that we were going to run, knowing the times that we were going to mess up and knowing the sin that we were going to have. And he still did it. That's why we celebrate communion. Let us never forget the perfect blood from the cross that saved us from our sins 
who created a place for us in eternity. So he sits down at the table and he says in verse 26, if you want to go ahead and get the little cup with the wafer in it. It says, now as they were eating, Jesus took bread and after blessing it, he broke it and gave to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. You may take the cup. And Father, we thank you so much for what you went through that day. The physical pain that you experienced, the, the beating that you took, couldn't imagine it, but you did it anyways. Lord, help us never forget that. Never forget what you went through and what you did. And picking up in verse 27, he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. For this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sin. You may take the cup. And Father, what a picture we have. Lord, that this juice right here and this wafer doesn't mean anything. Doesn't bring us anything. But let us hold on to the memory, even the glimpse of what we get through your scripture, of what you went through, what you felt. But most importantly, that you didn't go through that for us to stay where we are. You didn't shed your blood on the cross for us so that we could continue to struggle with the, the hangups and the hurts and the pain and the rejection that we have. You did that so that we could be free. You did that so that we could be redeemed and that you could be in eternity with us. Help us to never forget that, that no matter what we do, we constantly feel the weight of what you went through on the cross because we can never do it ourselves. There's not enough scripture memory, not enough words that we could say so eloquently in a prayer that could ever create salvation for us like you did on the cross. So let us never forget it. And Father, I thank you, God, as we continue on with this service even, and we, we continue to dig into your word, Father, let us encounter you in a real way. So we step aside right now and open up our hearts to you, Holy Spirit, to lead us through this time, Father, that we just pray, Lord, convict us. Convict us so that we could be made right with you and we could repent and turn back to you so that we could be with you and be who you've called us to be. We don't want to be entangled. We don't want to be held on by the snare of this world. God, we give it all to you. And I pray for anyone in here that may need healing, just like this woman. They've tried everything. Maybe it's a marriage that needs to be healed or a sickness that needs to be healed or a body, something on the body that needs to be healed. God, that your presence is on them, healing them right now. Lord, we give you all this time. We give you all uh, through Pastor Adam's message, through the rest of the worship, through everything going on upstairs. Lord, let us walk out of here today and let your glory be shined upon us to the people around us, to our family, our co-workers throughout this week. Lord, we give you all the time. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.